You're listening to Creative Thursday, episode number 319. Welcome to Creative Thursday with Marisa Ann Cummings. We're talking all things life, business, and creativity with a special focus on helping artists confidently and consistently sell their creations to their ideal collectors online. Intended to inspire and empower you wherever you are on your creative journey, both personally and professionally. Enjoy and thank you for listening. Marisa here back with part three of the energy of selling your art. As I shared in part two, please start from the beginning. If you are catching this episode for the first time, just go back and listen to episode 317. They're relatively quick episodes meant to go in a certain sequence for you to benefit from what I'm sharing. Of course, I know you're on the honor system. You can listen if you want and go back. But if you want to make the most of the series, please go back and listen to part one, episode number 317, then dive into episode number 318. And then here we are where we talked about awareness in episode 317. Episode 318, part two, we talked about your beliefs. And in this part three and final episode, we're going to talk about how your beliefs inform your energy and how do you begin shifting your beliefs. As a reminder, no judgment, not from me, not from you to you. This is an exploration of uncovering some beliefs that may be holding you back from achieving what you want with your art business. And as a reminder, beliefs are just habits of thought that we think. I mean, a habit of thought is just thinking it again and again that begins to form a belief. When you really begin to uncover those beliefs and then explore them further, a lot of times you find that's all they are. Yes, there are situations where there are certain facts, but there's always a certain way of looking at those facts. A lot of life is interpretation and a lot of how we feel, in fact, all of how we feel is how we choose to interpret the individual experiences that we have in life. And so learning how to interpret in your favor is going to make a huge difference in your energy overall. So that happens when you do what we talked about and I outline in in part one, when you have an awareness and you begin to have an awareness by getting honest with yourself around the questions that I asked you. I won't go into those now, but we've talked about beliefs around selling, around money, around people who have a lot of money, make a lot of money, around people who are confident in themselves, successful in their business. We've talked about beliefs around social media usage. We've talked about beliefs around email marketing and beliefs around uh, the value that we bring through the work that we create. 
not your value as human being. That's another conversation, probably out of my scope. That's probably best taken to therapy, but the value around your work and certainly who you are can influence the work that you create. So if that's coming up for you, you know, how do I feel as a person sharing some very often artists are able to separate that like the work seems to stand on its own and they may be feeling really conflicted as people, but they're still able to create and share their work. If if that is truly coming up for you again and you're feeling a lot of conflict around that, that is something to talk to a therapist about. Uh, I am of the belief, if at all possible, with the right. I know not every therapist is the same, just like not every coach or mentor is the same, but I am of the belief that therapy would benefit everyone. And um, so grateful, well, so appreciative that I finally went myself and uh, do check-ins as needed. Because when you grow, you keep growing and things come up. However, when you have this basic understanding of awareness, paying attention to your beliefs and beginning to stay curious, right? So no judgment as we've talked about, but rather have a curiosity around where this belief may have come from and how you might want to shift it. And is it serving where you want to go? And we talked about the conflicts, right? The very simple example of if you think selling is slimy and people who sell their work are slimy, or you think people who have the confidence to price their work at a higher price are asking too much or overvaluing. And I'm only putting, I'm only putting some drama into those words because a lot of times that's how people talk. And when you realize we're talking like that because it's a threat to us, why would we not choose to live in a world where we would celebrate that people are asking for what they want in their work and getting it? Even if we may ask for a different price, but why would we not celebrate that? And then you might say, well, because those people are jerks and sometimes they are, but you know what? Sometimes people who don't value their work are jerks too. We don't have, we can't, we can't assess the world based upon people's individual levels of kindness and integrity. That's unfortunately is not how the world works. What we have control over is how we perceive ourselves, perceive the value of the work, choose to interpret the experiences in our life, and then in essence, sort of put our blinders on and go forth and live our dreams. And those are individual choices as well, right? So just to clarify, this isn't about getting everybody on the same page, but there are some basic, there is a basic page you want to be on if you choose to sell your creative work. And that is get comfortable, in fact, enjoy and love selling. Uh, get comfortable with making money and love making money and enjoy that and feel appreciation for that. Get comfortable with a selling or excuse me, sell, yes, selling, but celebrating peers and uh and people and other artists in this case who are doing the work that you want to do. So coming back to how do we begin shifting your beliefs? You know, as an example, I just talked to you about some of the ways that you can begin to interpret in another way or shift 
how you choose to respond to things that maybe, as is very common, got activated in our other conversations. So we talked about awareness, just having the awareness, having that curiosity. Huh, oh my gosh, where did that belief come from? Do not be hard on yourself, please. Promise me that. Number two is recognizing that these are just habits of thought, again, that you have created that are beliefs. That's all they are. And you are the thinker of the thought. You are not, you are not the thought. Having this separation, there are a lot of teachers who, spiritual teachers who talk about this or teachers in general, when you begin to have that awareness, that's when, when change uh, begins to shift or that's where change can come in, not shift. Change is shift. Number three is you can change your thoughts and, you know, very often go to the, go to the counter example. If you are, if you feel bothered by email, imagine how much you love email, what incredible tool it is. Might be a bit of a jump for you. If you're feeling super bothered by email, how can you begin to shift that? Because really Having an online business, as an example, and loathing email, I know it might be extreme, you might be somewhere in the middle there, but just as an example, loathing email, it just doesn't, it's not going to work. You have to use email for your online business. And because I I tend to be um, contrary myself, somewhat of a skeptic, I can hear you going, but then there's people who do other things. Yes, there are. You can substitute, you know, people find success a lot of ways, but overall, right, you can substitute another tool for email. Email is just a tool for you to share what you do with excitement and passion, love for what you do. That's all it is. So fill in the blank with any tool. If you're going to villainize the tool, there is no point for you in having an online business. If you're going to villainize selling and making money with what you love or what you do, not assigning value to that, there's really no point for you to have a business. You can understand how that would just put you in a perpetual state of conflict if you're not even aware of this, but that's what you're you're thinking and feeling. And these are not assumptions. I'm not guessing. These are conversations I have on the regular. These are questions I ask because as a coach, I like I've shared, I not only know how to self-coach more, I know how to ask the right questions to help someone see where, oh my goodness, wow, yeah. Hmm, this belief might not match with the person, the success of the person I intend to become. They're gonna have a very different belief. A a great way to prove this to yourself is to get in rooms with people, ideally in person, if you can do it in Zoom rooms, who are achieving what it is that you want to achieve and ask them questions, learn from them, observe them and watch the conversation dynamics. Ask really successful business owners their perspective on something around money, like let's say investing, (laughs) investing in yourself or investing in coaching or investing in marketing. And they'll almost all tell you it's a non-negotiable because they know the benefit of it. And they'll also be willing to take risk to grow their business. 
there are certain beliefs that are, you know, there are certain beliefs that really suit someone and their level of success. And you'll realize that what comes out of their mouth is very different than what might come out of yours. Now, I'm going to add one more side note here. We will never know someone's energy. Uh, You'll never know. And so you could also look at someone and say, well, they seem really not confident, but they're just crushing it with sales. Well, their energy may be different than their lip service, just like someone may seem really confident by what they say, but then energetically, it's not happening for them. That's why we have to begin having this conversation around the energy that you're projecting is basically what it is, right? Have I clarified that? It's the energy that you're projecting. And there is a saying, yeah, fake it till you make it. And I would say, honestly, yes, I wasn't so confident when I started, but I was confident enough to get started. I believed in myself enough. And then certainly it helped when I started selling work and then that built upon that confidence. But I am also confident not selling work. It does not take away my confidence anymore. Uh, It used to. You know, these are all, you don't want who you are and the energy that you embody to be impacted by outside circumstances. This is all about you having uh, a level of control over your internal state because every day there is a reason for you to feel good or not every day. And if you are out there doing the work, meaning growing a business with your art, with your creativity, hats off to you because it is confronting. and. Same for educators, coaches, mentors. And now I have the opportunity, you know, and the honor to work with artists who are also educating or growing memberships. And now it's like a double, we're like double whammy in terms of just having courage to do all of this. So I acknowledge you, I do celebrate you. And I say that when you're doing that work, there's a daily opportunity. Think about the whole reason people are conflicted about social media to begin with is because we, our entire our entire value of who we are can be based off of likes. And uh, that's not what we want, right? That has nothing to do with who we are as people. And so that is also a bigger conversation. But the goal of all of this is to discover the energy that is attractive and compelling and that people are inspired by, you know, are you inspiring or are you just begrudging other people's success or afraid, you know, what if you don't get it? Well, you might not right away, but you stick with it long enough. It works out. Uh, I just want to share a quick aside that I ran into a former fellow student at the Groundlings. We took class together probably 20 years ago. Yeah, almost certainly 20, 21 years ago. Saw her. Uh, She is a female director in film. And she said, basically it took her 17 years. She was working, she was getting by, but she got an incredible break 17 years into her career. Just saying, I'm just saying, okay. And she was really talented when I took class with her at the Growling. She was one of the most whip smart, funny people I had ever seen on stage. So, all right, coming back to this, 
things take time, but we always want to believe in ourselves. And we ultimately, that's the energy going out there. And I went on a tangent because I talked about the side note of sometimes uh, we are looking at what people are saying and doing, but we don't actually know their internal state. And so it's not about comparing ourselves really ever. It's just saying though, if you do have a chance to talk with someone you trust and they are in a different level of success in terms of what they've accomplished with their business, then just ask them questions. I did this recently with a mentor and uh, they had a very different approach than what I was about to do in my business. And I realized it's coming from a place of more abundance, less scarcity, more trust than where I'm at. And those are all areas of my business that I've had to work on, right? We wanna work on our level of abundance. We want to have a level of trust. We want to limit the fear around scarcity. And I understand that just culture, society in general tends to want to spread that fear more than what's possible, but you'll find the stories about what's possible. And those are what you want to hold on to and connect with those people who are living what it is that you want to live. So coming back to shifting the beliefs, we talked about one, awareness, two, recognizing these are just habits of thought. Three, you can change your thoughts. Um, I was talking about just go con- go contrary of what your auto autopilot thought is and begin to say something different. And if that's not feeling genuine to me, I'm, I'm not talking about forcing it or saying affirmations you don't believe in, those don't do much. I'm saying then there's some work to do in finding your way to a place that you can feel better or less conflicted around your original belief. And that's something you can work on with a coach. Practice a new approach to just this whole practice of, of selling, right? What? How can you do something different than what you've done before from that place of feeling grounded and empowered? And, and yes, I was starting to also say, you know, the fake it till you make it. Yes, sometimes you have to kind of get out there and and fake it a little. I'm not talking about just being a fraud. I'm not talking about that. Uh, Not at all. And you can't fake all that much confidence. You've got to get to a place where you believe in yourself. Uh, I did talk already about number five, consider uh, therapy if possible to do more work on this and or Uh, specific to business, business coaching, a good business coach will always let you know if what your conversation, what you're encountering, what you discover is better uh, to be handled with a professional uh, therapist or psychiatrist, psychologist. We'll always let you know what's out of the scope of our work. But when we're talking about business, a business coach can be very helpful. And um, most importantly, give yourself grace and have patience because new habits take time. All right, there you go. There you go. The energy of selling your art. Certainly there are a lot of conversations we can have about each one of these various topics I highlighted here. And if you would like me to share more, 
I am happy to. That really just becomes a conversation that we have. You can let me know in the DMs if this has been helpful. You know, this is to be coupled with all the practical guidance that I or other mentors give that works, right? That we also know works. But there are certain ways of being when coupled with those practical steps, that's when you really really begin to see new levels of success. And you want to be a bit of a scientist in your own journey and see where that is for you. Where do you feel the strongest, the most confident? What environments, you know, what people bring that out in you? Uh, do you have practices like meditation, making art, I feel is one of those practices, taking walks, doing exercise, you know, making a meal can have that same effect for me. Visiting with with friends that really just automatically believe in you, where you don't have to justify your dreams. They're there to celebrate you. All of this is very powerful. And so being that scientist, reading a book, listening to a podcast, I love watching documentaries. You hear me say often following stories of people that I admire is how I stay plugged in to going farther than I've gone before. And certainly, like I said, I'm always invested in myself in new, in, in, in the same and new ways as I grow and look forward to sharing more with you. As a reminder, Small Studio Sunday is coming up. Uh, I believe it's this weekend when this episode goes up on August 27th, be sure to join the small studio Sunday invite.com. Join the email list there so we can send you all the details of how to see the new work and also how to follow along with our event that day out on social media. It's going to be a really fun day and an inspiring day. And so we want to share all those details with you as well. And I thank you so much for listening. I hope that the three-part series or this three-part series has been helpful for you, inspiring for you, giving you something to think about. And let's continue the conversation. If you would like to, you can DM me at Creative Thursday. Let me know um, that you enjoyed these episodes and any questions you have that we might be able to explore in another podcast or as always bring on a special guest to talk about it further so here's to next levels and breakthroughs on your journey as an artist and a business owner as a human and uh, until next time thank you for listening and happy creating Creative Thursday is recorded by me, Marisa. You can find all things Creative Thursday at creativethursday.com and learn about how I can support you in building and growing your thriving artist business at creativethursdaycourses.com. Be sure to hit subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it drops. And if this episode has inspired you, share it with a friend and fellow creative and leave a positive review so that more listeners can be introduced to the Creative Thursday message 
and mission to empower artists to know their worth, value their work, and consistently artfully sell to their ideal collectors online so that they can make more beautiful art, all in support of living a life they love. Coming together as a creative community, we uplift and support one another while encouraging and being an example for more people all over the world to dream big and believe in what is possible for them.